Good evening and good evening, people. Uh, on the last podcast, I mentioned the podcast Dissect, and I said that uh, there was a really good definition for systemic um, uh, systemic racism in episode four. Um, we need to issue a correction. It is actually episode six. It's about four minutes in, um, but I would just recommend listening um, to the whole podcast. Uh, Listen to the whole podcast, but uh, definitely the first uh, 10 minutes. Uh, but it starts about four minutes in with that definition. Uh, that is my correction, and I apologize for misleading all of you. Black, white, and mixed. Black, white, black, white, and mixed. mixed. Black, white, and mixed. Come on, black, 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 and black, 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 white, and mixed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Black, White, and Mixed, a podcast about race and culture in America. We are recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. I am your host, Doug Ogden, and I'm here with my friends, Brandon Johnson. What's good? And Kenny Roberts. What is up? Um, how's everybody doing? How... Sorry, you were supposed to ask that question. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine that you did. Um, yeah. How is everybody doing? Uh, not well would be the mm. short answer. Um mm. Only short answers here, Doug. Okay, that's fine. That's Only all I got. Short answers here. That's all. That's, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not trying to dig in here. The point is short answers only. Short yeah, exactly. Answers only. It's gonna be yeah. a six-minute podcast. How, how's how's uh how's everybody's? Uh, I shook a hand today. You shook a hand. I, yeah, I did. I shook a hand, and then I immediately went and and used some hand sanitizer. I afterwards. shook a. I shook a hand Friday, and as soon as we got done, the guy said, "If you want to go wash your hands, the bathroom is right there." And mm. it was it wasn't it was more like offensive to him, but I was offended. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, like, wait, wait. like wait, it, so wait, who who's who who initiated the handshake? I mean, it it was. I mean, I'm not gonna talk about who it was, but it was like. It we had mutual? we had the type of conversation where it was like we should end this with a handshake, you know, because we're per- still part of the old world thinking, right? Um, Not the I'm new using, world order yet. Yeah, I'm using old world <laughs> to talk about before middle of March 2020. Um, That's right. This is how, so how we used to greet each other. Yeah, kids well, would be like, "What was that? Like why would you greet each other like that? Yeah, why would you ever touch somebody's hand?" Um, yeah. <laughs> it seemed it seemed like a very natural thing to do to end the conversation we were having with a handshake, I think for both of us, it, it felt very mutual. But when he said it, it was like, you kind of insinuated that you were the dirtier party, mm. but I still felt offended. Like, I was like, it was very weird. Like, it wasn't like he said, I just shook your hand, so now I need to go wash my hands. He said, if you want to wash your hands, there's a bathroom over there. And I he was just, like... He was essentially saying, hey, I'm dirty, and if you're going to judge me for yes. it, here's your... <laughs> Yes, but I was like, I was almost like, I don't know if I felt like offended by proxy or what, but. I'm dirty, you gonna judge me? No, it, I, I thought of it as like, hey, if you're one of those little whiny, mm. you know what's. Little namby, namby pamby. Like, go ahead and just, you know, Whoa. the bathroom's over there. That's mm. what I thought. Well, I'm namby pamby and I will wash my hands immediately after. I, but this is the thing, I'm, I am a good old southern gentleman. And so mm-hmm. if somebody extends a hand nine times out of ten, I can't resist shaking it because I'm like, ah, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, come mm. come spend some time in California because so you'll get like, over that real quick. Well, I'm just saying. And so it's like I, w- 
a lot of times it's like I'll shake a hand real quick and then I'll go immediately to the bathroom and wash them. Mm-hmm. Like twenty seconds or more underneath the <laughs> underneath the uh, hot water while while yes. laver- Scal- lathering. scalding water. All right, if if washing your hands is like a ten on what you need to feel appropriate after that uh, handshake, where where does hand sanitizer fall? Is it like a one or is it like a seven? Mm. I'm good with hand sanitizer. Me too. I am too. But I, I I I I don't know if that's right. <laughs> Guys, I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm like I would much rather like if if washing my hands is a ten. I would say hand sanitizer is a five, just because. Yeah. I. I would much rather. Wash my hands than use hands than use hand sanitizer. Right. See, I would rather I think, use hand sanitizer, but I, I think mm-hmm. it's better to wash my hands. It's better to wash your hands, but the thing is, hand sanitizer sometimes is sticky. It just feels unnatural. What the hell hand sanitizer are you using, bro? Huh? What are you using on your hands? Hand sanitizer. It's supposed to uh, evaporate. Yeah, I don't really? think that's hand sanitizer. It's not supposed bro. to be sticky, bro. I don't no, know what there you're was using. This, there was this guy that was selling hand sanitizer. At a Personal lubricant. Car. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I will get rid of it. Don't worry. It was, it was homemade. <laughs> oh, it's, it's that guy with the bodega under the bridge. The, <laughs> oh my gosh. The guy selling homemade hand sanitizer. <laughs> Okay, let me just tell you this. Ninety nine percent alcohol he used Everclear. He had it in the trunk. Oh That's gosh. just ethyl alcohol. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I was gonna say the this whole conversation of like shaking hands just made me think about uh undercover brother. I know mm. Kenny, you seen that. Why right? why are you assuming that I didn't see it? It's a black brother. movie. Okay. Okay, I have not seen it's it. Not, Kenny, have you seen it? Well, so then there we go. I win. I, I win. Said, uh, yes, Hold I on. have. But why are you okay, assuming? So... I ain't seen it in a very long time. How do you know? How do you know that I even remember it, bro? Do you, you remember it? I do somewhat. Yeah, absolutely, you do. It's pretty. There's funny. A, okay. Love... So so Dougie, there's a part where, um, it's a uh, Eddie Eddie Griffin. Uh-huh. All right, I mean Love Chappelle's it. in it. Um, Blackness confirmed. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. They pull him in. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you. So that, so he goes into like the, you know, Eddie Griffin is getting initiated into this group and he walks, he, they walk in or whatever. And this, the, the whole thing is like, it, it's not a, a, like a passcode that you got to put in to get into the secret layer. Uh-huh. It's a, it's, this, he presses a button and a hand emerges <laughs> from the wall and he's got to dap it up. Oh my gosh. So based on the dap. And he he daps him up and then it goes blackness confirmed. Oh You've got God. soul and the door opens up. You've got soul. Oh You've got God. soul. So funny. That's, that's, that's awesome. what I, that's all I was thinking about when you say like I shook this mm. man's hand or whatever. That's hilarious, so man. Funny. So so here here's what happened. You you said Kenny. I'm I'm assuming you've seen Undercover Brother or whatever you said. Kenny pretended to be offended. Not only had he seen it, he remembered it enough. <laughs> To to say the exact quote you were thinking of before you even said it, so that's what I'm saying. So there you go. Such a, such a good. It was one, that was such one of those movie. movies that like it's so stupid. Like, did Very you ever funny. see Beverly Hills Ninja with uh, um, Chris Farley? No, I know what it is. I've it, seen the it's like just one DVD of those cover. like just it's so stupid. Yeah, you know, like if it was on Rotten Tomatoes, it'd get it'd get a one. <laughs> but it's it makes you laugh. Like it's yeah. Some of those it's I so love, funny. Bro. Some of them are just so Some funny. Some of them I love, man. Yeah. So. Well, so, there's no... Brothers. Uh, 
yeah, there's no there's no Get real it. natural way to transition into this, but the world is daggum on fire. It's in shambles. Um so just a just kind of a quick recap. We recorded our last episode the Friday before the George Floyd murder. Um we talked about the Ahmaud Arbery case on the last show. Um but we recorded on Friday. The murder happened on Monday, the police were fired, uh, I believe, on Tuesday. Um, and then we released that episode on Friday, and we have not had a chance to record since uh, the, the George, George Floyd killing, if I'm remembering that timeline correctly. Um, so it, it, it feels, honestly, like it's been so long mm-hmm. because it feels like every day or every other day so much is changing and happening, and, and specifically around uh, race and culture in America, which is kind of the... The, the lane we uh, try to operate on this podcast, um, it, it feels crazy that we haven't had a chance to talk about this stuff yet because even in the last few days and especially in the last week and a half, there's, there's so many things happening. Um, so with that being said, uh, I, I, can, I can tell you, our listeners, that there are a lot of emotions involved in this. Um, the, the conversations we've been having offline have been pretty intense and we're all feeling this obviously to to different degrees um but we kind of want to just um use this little platform that we have to talk about um one how we're feeling and then two kind of what do we do about it right i mean we want to we want to be somewhat solutions oriented this is not going to get solved (laughs) overnight um, and, and depending on how hopeful you're feeling, uh, you, you might not think it's going to get solved all that, all that quickly. Um, but we don't want to be stagnant. We don't want to be, um, slow. We don't want to be, um, inactive during this time. So, uh, Brandon, if you don't mind, uh, I'll, I'll kick it over to you and, and we can obviously, you know, how, how we do, we just kind of share and, and talk and ask each other questions, but, um, I, I think kind of coming into this conversation, those those were kind of two two things that we kind of wanted to focus on was how how are we feeling, um, and then what do we do or what can we do um, now? Yeah. So Brandon, if you if you don't mind, yeah, I mean I, I feel like this is going to be one of those podcasts where we're kind of bouncing around. Um, yep. I often hear things that Kenny says, and then it reminds me of something else, and and the same with you, Doug. Um, I mean. Real talk, I'm, I'm in a bad spot, you know. Um, I feel grateful because I've got people of color of every shade, um, you know, around me. Um, and I've got people that I love uh, around me. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I got to go to. Uh, I got to go to a um, <clears throat> a church lament service on Sunday. This last Sunday, uh, it felt a little disjointed, um, but the the depth and the the points that they were trying to make, I think, were really poignant and and. Yeah and did hit even if it felt a little um uh disjointed at times Mm. yeah but one of the things that 
I don't I'm I don't cry a lot. That's that's my thing, right? I don't I don't cry a lot. I think we talked about it earlier on in the podcast. Like mm-hmm. I I cry maybe at movies some sometimes, but like in real life it's one of those like push it down real tight. You know, you can make it through. You're good. Yeah. yeah. And uh that has not been the case uh for the last several days. Um and it's coming out. I mean, it came out at work, which is is just not something that happens. Mm. That's like even more so the like the rarest of things. It's coming out, you know, amongst other people, um, where it's not even like anger, because I'm angry, but it's it's just incredible sadness mm-hmm. um, for everything that we are are dealing with and. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying not to get into it. Like, I want to get into it, but I also don't want to like, I can feel, you know, I can feel it like welling up. It's like, it's right there. Like Doug was one of the people that was at the uh, lament service and it just was like sort of ripped out. Like it just wasn't, it yeah. wasn't planned. I didn't know what I was going to say. And then Doug said something about feeling like God is, you know, believe like we believe in God. We we believe that he's real. We believe um that he is who he says he is and yet it's very difficult to see him in this moment um and to see what he's doing and to see what his call is and and that just is it was exactly where I was at and it was just one of those things that just pulled it out is like I don't know what we're doing here. Like you know, um I'm I'm seeing people post and I'm seeing what my um good friends and family are posting and you know my sister posted a six minute video after going to a protest where she was just incredibly sad and she's Mm. talking about i'm marching i'm marching for my family i'm marching for my uncles i'm marching for my brothers i'm marching for my son you know and you're Mm -hmm. just you're like this this for me, even even though I'm light skinned, and and the reality is, I do benefit from, uh, from from some sort of privilege, right? The lighter your skin is, the 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 easier the the, the easier it is for you. Sure. I mean, it's it's one sure. less thing that you have to worry about. That's that's a reality. I cannot get rid of that. That is that's real. And right. yet, on the flip side, that also does not negate who I am and my culture, mm-hmm. where I come from. It doesn't negate that 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 my 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 cousins my uh, my grandfather my my aunties my uncles those are my people yeah this is this means as much to me as it does to somebody else and it's it's a the reality is that i am so mad and angry when people continue to try to divide us when i'm, I'm when i'm on tiktok and realizing that this is the most racist ass like platform in the world right now mm. you know yeah. you're you're looking at it and you're like are you kidding me Right. People on every side, you got black folks trying to say that white privilege doesn't exist because of a flawed view of white privilege that they have themselves. Wow. And and you're trying to figure out what are we what are we doing here? Is is uh-huh. the the entire purpose of this to divide everybody? We can't you, you can't even realize that that Look, you fine, you want to take away and say that that like George George Floyd wasn't killed for uh, for being racially profiled, fine. But you think, what about police brutality? It affects white people too. This is bullshit. Mm. This is, we're in a bad place. Yeah. 
These are human lives. This is dignity. And we, we're, we're looking at it and, and, and we are so desensitized that I, like you, I mean, you can hear it. I mean, you hear it in me. I'm, I'm, I'm so mad. And yeah. Yeah. And so I'm thinking through like what to do and I'm consuming all this stuff, uh, like as I do when this, when I, when I feel something strongly and the things that I'm hearing are, are honestly things that I feel lucky to say that we're doing. Yeah. It's, they're talking about, look, you gotta have, you gotta have conversations. Like white people need to have conversations with other white people. People need to have conversations with other people that don't look like them. Yeah. People need to consume media that does not come from one, you know, one bias side. We need to be challenging each other. We need to be looking at it. And you're like listening to people talk about it. I'm like, Hey, that's what we're doing. That's, yeah. that's the only thing. That, that's all. That, that's, yeah. we've, like, we're saying that, right? Like, we're not crazy. Yeah. Um, I hear yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Y'all. I'm just feeling, you know, like, it's so hard to, I think it's hard yeah. for me to bottle up the emotions right now. Like, I, I, I can, I told, I told my community group yesterday that I'm, I'm, I'm fairly thankful that I didn't go to any of the protests in Greensboro this weekend because I with with these levels mm. <laughs> with these emotional levels i can easily see me being one of the people like instigating and being extremely angry mm-hmm. um and if and if i'm watching other people start to instigate i'm like ooh you know i you know that what what's that there's a psychological term where like the air is the herd mentality right where like oh, you shit. see other people oh, doing it and all of a sudden you're like you're yeah mob mentality all of a sudden you're 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 pulled into it i'm like i'm already mad it's not going to yeah. take much. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. That is where I'm at right now. I don't, I want to, I want to let other people talk so that we can, I can calm down and we can talk about real stuff. Well, that, I mean, that, that, that is real, man. Like you don't have anything to apologize. <laughs> you know, like, you don't have anything to apologize for it, boy. Be like, um, like I get, I mean, it makes sense, man. Like yeah. I, not, nothing, Nothing you said is out of line. It's, I mean, it's just like it's 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 the real, um, honest, uh, fed upness um, that comes from seeing what's happening and 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 seeing the truth. And um, yeah, you got nothing to apologize for, man. That's real. <laughs> Kenny, man, where you at? Where you at? We talked. We start. We were talking a little bit on Saturday. I mean, and I mean a little bit because we didn't get to see a ton of each other. But mm-hmm. where are you at right now? Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, good evening to all the my fans. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I find if 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 uh, if everybody listening hasn't noticed by now, I I relate a lot of things through humor, um, and. Uh, a lot of time, I probably a lot of times use humor as an escape, and so um, if somebody's offering free counseling for that, get at me. Uh, better help. Um, so there's right. a better, there's an another app called Better Help. help. <laughs> another Better Help. And what plug. they do is, Yo, is I'm telling you, it's online. They got now. pay scales. We're gonna Look, do like a hundred <laughs> free ad reads for them, and then they're gonna That's become right. a sponsor in like season twelve or something. That's um, right. That's right. I'm saying. Well, so. and real quick, real quick on that note, Kenny, like we, we all obviously love humor and, and uh, 
before a few weeks ago, it felt like that was a lot of our conversations, not not so much anymore. Um, but we even had a conversation after we had recorded like four or five of these shows where it was like, yeah, maybe we should try to do like a, a little bit of a lighthearted one or, or, or like, right. We've, we've been coming pretty hard. Like, let's let's maybe do a lighthearted one. And that that's like, not only would it feel inappropriate now, it wouldn't even be mm-hmm. genuine. Like, nope. I, I'm genuinely having like a difficult time. Just Life like, is not lighthearted right now. Bro, not at all, you know? And so it's just interesting to me that, like, that was a conversation we had maybe three or four weeks ago, and it's like, I don't even know when or if it will feel real to not, like, press into these really difficult emotions. So, mm-hmm. anyway, wanted to say yeah. that real quick, but go ahead, Kenny, life, go ahead. Life is not lighthearted, man. And that no. that's the that's the thing. I, I feel like um, I'm, I'm trying to keep it together. Uh... I'm doing like I'm doing relatively okay. I mean, I don't um I'm having to confront a lot of negative emotions that um I I normally push to the side. Um uh, and I I've, I've talked about that before. Um that I just don't um you know, I just don't do negative emotion well. Sure. Um but I'm having to confront cuz I mean the thing is you I'm 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 bombarded, and not just me, but everybody's been bombarded with with um, the truth that race is very much, or racism, systemic racism is still very much a, a problem in America, right? Uh, over the past, like, month. Yeah. Uh, and really, really, quite honestly, over the past, you know, three years, but I feel like we had somewhat of a, um, a you know. We had a break. A break, right. Um, somewhat of a break, you know, for better or for worse, right? Because I feel like in a lot of times in those breaks, we we kind of go back to just pushing things uh, up under the rug as if everything's okay when it's really not. Um, because everything is still the same. Um, but, you know, the past month we've been, you know, just, just bombarded with, you know, things happening, right? Uh, and people are, are fed up. Um, I'm fed up. And um, I'm sad. I'm mad. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad. Uh, I'm mad, but I'm very sad. Um there is a uh, a level of hope that's there um even in the midst of things you know feeling somewhat hopeless um because the thing is is it's very difficult to be optimistic about the trajectory here going forward right um just because if you look at at history when things are brewing as they're brewing now things get a lot worse before they get better, right? Yeah. Um, if you look at history, you see that things don't change until um, things kind of hit a, a optimal level of crappiness, um, mm-hmm. to put it pretty lightly. Right. Um, you know, until money is affected, you know, until, uh, you know, blood is spilled, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
And that's that's the unfortunate truth. And so it's it's hard to remain, you know, hopeful, you know, but there is a level of hope, you know, and it's hard to remain optimistic, you know, because you you know, I think the more you kind of look into and learn, um, the easier it is to become cynical and and pessimistic about the um you know, about the realities of of uh, racism in America, mm-hmm. you know, and about that changing. Um, and so uh, I've been, but, you know, so I've, I've been in this place of, of just a lot of processing, whereas, you know, I don't really take time to process um, things, um, period. Yeah. You know, that I mean, it's just a fact. I don't really take time to process things like that. I don't yeah. just let them roll off me. But it's been a lot of processing, and it is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see how people who are, like, constantly processing things, <laughs> um, like normal human beings, I guess, you know, <laughs> I don't see how, how people do it. Right. You know, because I, I'm tired, man. I am tired. You know, but at the same time, even in the midst of being tired, I feel an intense desire and an intense call to be having these conversations because I think uh, if you're not in the midst of, you know, the weariness, then, you know, it's difficult for things to to get done. It's difficult for growth to happen. Uh, it's difficult for people to learn. Um, and so, yeah, um, even despite being sad and mad and tired and just, you know, fatigued, you know, I'm also very much um, looking for ways to to advocate um, and looking for ways to promote growth, promote learning, um, answering, answering um, questions of, you know, my white friends, um, which, you know, on some level, like, I hear, you know, the fatigue, and I hear the, uh, I've heard a lot of people saying, like, yo, like, you know, don't call your ass, your black friends and ask them questions, you know, which I would agree with that, because it's similar to, you know, a tragedy just happening to somebody, and then you, you know, you, uh, you know, asking them, you know, questions in the midst of tragedy, you know what I'm right. saying, like, Right. They just had a family member die, and then you ask them uh, like their thoughts and feelings about death. You know that's not the time. Right. Right. Um, but because well, there's resources like out there for people to there find, are, it's not like that you can't find resources. So. Very much so. Um, but for me, and and like, I'm I'm gonna put a disclaimer on here like a mug. People do not hear me say that this is a blanket statement for everybody. For me, I feel the the call and the responsibility to answer these questions in the midst of my tiredness and fatigue and that doesn't come from on you anything. It strictly comes from my desire to love you 
And so, like, if you want to ask me a question, like, and legitimately it's a, a question where you're seeking to learn and seeking to grow, um, and you're willing to listen, you know, as opposed to, like, trying to bait or or debate, I'm right. not interested in, in debating or I'm not interested in your baiting questions. If you're right. really trying to learn, if you're really trying to grow, if you really want to know um, or, or the answer to some of these questions that you have, feel free to DM me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Feel free to ask me. I'm open to that. You know, um, most of the time that's reserved for people that are within my circle. I'm opening that up. Um, for a limited time, it, this is a limited time offer. We go, <laughs> we go put fine print at the bottom of the uh of the show notes. But um, well, no, and, and, I, and maybe I'm, maybe go ahead and run that disclaimer back too, because that is that is probably not how a lot of uh, folks of color are feeling right now, and that's totally it is, it is un- not. understandable and legit. <laughs> it is, it is, um, and that, like, Penny, I'm it, not feeling that. I'm feeling the yeah. opposite. Don't holler at Brandon. Literally, right before you jumped on, I was like, <laughs> I'm, I can't, like, I just can't. Yeah. Yeah, I I I walked in to uh, I got on the call a little bit late. I walked in to him saying, "Yo, I do not have the bandwidth." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Nope, I know exactly what that was about." Uh, but you know, and so like right now, I'm in a place, and this and that, you know, I can't say that's gonna last forever. But right now, I'm in a place where I'm like, "Yo, sure. if you have questions, I want to answer them because I, um, I I want to see you grow." You know, and so I'm willing to help and provide resources um, to anybody that's looking for them uh, as I'm learning and growing as well. Right. Um, you know, things that have been helpful, um, you know, to me over the past, you know, uh, you know, over the past few years, over the past month, I've probably been, you know, reading more uh, over the past month, um, you know, than I have in a, in a while. But um so I'm just in a point where I'm I'm like yo let's let's get some some legs, um, under this let's start, you know looking and seeing who's doing what, um, you know organizing it and start really start moving to affect change. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling okay in the midst of like all these negative emotions, the the, f- you know fear, um, sadness, uh, anger, um, confusion. There's there's some confusion. There's, you know. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, so it's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, and well, and it's a constantly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying it's constantly changing too. Like I'm thinking about. So we're recording on Tuesday night. If by Friday, like genuinely, I do not know what what is going to be new. Right. Like I'm, I'm genuinely like, <laughs> this thing is evolving and changing so fast, and I have gone through. Uh, a lot of different emotions, and I, I I've been encouraged by other people who are hopeful when I am hopeless. You know, I sent my my little brother a message uh, on Friday night and was just um <laughs> like not hopeful at all. You know what I mean? And some of the stuff I said, like I I wouldn't say I feel ashamed of it, but I I wish I I hadn't felt some of those things just because I mm. was feeling I was feeling so hopeless and so mm. like not encouraged. And then I woke up the next morning and you know, was watching some videos or, or talking to some people and, and then got encouraged and, and felt a little more hopeful. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think, I think for me, I am, I'm in this sort of like get your man's mindset. 
Um, <laughs> and, and my man's is white people. Um, Get your man's. <laughs> and I'm just... Somebody get that boy some milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I just have uh, been there for a little while and uh, feel... A tremendous amount of responsibility um, to try to help change the narrative um, and and mm. to make and to make a country that has proven time and time again that black lives do not matter. Um, I, I, I want to be a part of dismantling that system, mm. and. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I sent you guys, uh, some stuff that I had jotted down, just sort of like a stream of consciousness type stuff. And, um, loved it. Go look at it on Twitter. It's amazing. It, it's there. Uh, actually we've retweeted it on the black, white mixed, um, you know, Twitter stream. So, um, yeah, definitely check that out. It's very insightful. Thank you. Thank you. I just, um, uh, yeah, it, but, but, it, but it came from that, it came from that sort of place of being like, y'all. We 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 are still screwing this up. Like we are still uh, killing black people with impunity. We are still uh, devaluing and robbing the dignity of our black and brown sisters and brothers. Um, and and yeah. So anyway, um, I I have. Uh, felt sadness. I've definitely felt a lot of anger. Um, and Kenny, I, I love what you said a few minutes ago, just about how, like, wh- what is it going to take to enact real change? Um, and and you're right in in that you know that uh, you gotta you gotta hit hit pockets and you gotta you know there's blood in the streets and all that. But I'm looking around and like so much of that stuff is already happening, you know. And I'm like, people are dying. People have been dying. Mm-hmm. for for a while you know mm-hmm. and i mean we're looking at like uh footage of the rodney king beating in california and like what 92 93 mm-hmm. um and, and it could and, and it could have been yesterday like like those exact same videos are surfacing up in 2020 um and and, and even more so because people are dying like uh i i just uh it's 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 hard for me to look around and feel like um, those who can affect change, uh, care. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like they do, and I don't know what it's gonna take, and I don't know how to hit people where they live. Um, but I, I, I think, I think we as white people have an extreme responsibility, and I'll just, I just, just because it's helpful for me. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> toot my own horn or anything, but. That there is this white savior complex, right? That like we're gonna come in on this horse and like save black people from us, <laughs> um, and that's really not the case at all. And I think one of the things I said was that we are we are not saviors, but we can stop being a part of the problem. I think was I, I forget mm-hmm. exactly I forget exactly how I phrased it, but that's really helpful for me to kind of think about it because, um, I I am not uh, I am not the solution, but I can stop being a problem. Right, so mm-hmm. for me, even if I am not going to put my neck on a black man for eight minutes and forty six seconds until he suffocates to death on the street, 
even if I'm not guilty of that, I know that I'm guilty of racism. I know that I'm guilty of prejudice. I know that I'm guilty of preference. I know that I'm guilty of bias. Um, and it is no longer, um, it, it is, it is, I mean, it never should have been, but it's as of today, if, if it hasn't been before, as of today, it is no longer acceptable to let those little corners of your heart go unchecked. Uh, and I'm saying that to my white brothers and sisters. Like, uh, this, this sort of, uh, change that we need in America to start valuing black lives, to start giving all humans the dignity that they were endowed with by their creator. In order to do that, you you can't have these little uh, corner secret parts of your heart that are uh, racist, but they're not hurting anybody, or uh, prejudiced, but it's not killing anybody. All of those feelings, all of those dark parts of, of who we are and, and how we just naturally get to those places as the privileged majority. All of those things are now and forever lumped into and have been the issue of racism and, 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 and have no place. Um, and I think I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get to the point in my life where no stone is unturned. Um, and, I, and I'll give you an example, man. Even today at work, I was, I was talking with a customer. A black gentleman came into the store, and I'm talking to him about uh, one of the items we have. And I got the sense in our interaction, it was maybe a couple of minutes, but I got the sense during our interaction that he thought that he might have felt or thought that I was kind of being unkind to him or impatient with him. And maybe I was just stressed out at work or maybe whatever might have been going on. But in, it, it, even within those couple of minutes, I thought, I don't think I did anything to be especially rude to this guy. I don't think I've been dismissive. But let me just, let me just walk it way, way back. R- remove my um, w- whatever sense of uh, justice I felt or whatever sense of like, I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. Let me, just, let me just check all that, leave it at the door, mm-hmm. and, and let me try to start over mentally with this dude and be extra kind. Mm-hmm. And be and be extra patient, be extra nice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's a good practice no matter what ethnicity of of the person you're talking to. But I, I I am I am trying to intentionally make myself hyper aware of the interactions. Um, I mean pushing my cart through a target. I I am trying to make a conscious effort if I see a black person walking towards me and maybe we're walking on the same path. I'm gonna try to make eye contact with them if I need to move or if they move first. That's fine. I, I I want to make sure that I am seeing the people around me. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just so many things like that that if left unattended, I can tell you as a as a privileged. I mean, I'm a straight white dude. It it, it is it does not get easier uh, than than being a straight white dude in America. Um, and not that I've had an easy life. Not that all straight white dudes have had e- easy lives. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, but if you want to talk about a privileged class, like we're it bro. Like we're it. Um, so I, I, I'm just saying all these things to say if left unchecked, those sort of things can run wild in my heart that lead to extreme bias, extreme prejudice, racism, hatred. Uh, and, and I'm telling you it happens. I'm not telling you it can happen. I'm telling you it happened in my life and, and could happen again if I don't actively try to squash and kill those things. And so I need uh, those of us who lack the melanin um, to, <laughs> to continue to take serious 
an unflinching inventory of those dark parts of your heart and of your mind. Um, the things you believe about black people are, are, are important. The things that you choose to read about black people are important. Um, who you listen to when talking about the souls of black folks is important. And we no, no more stones left unturned. Like we got we to gotta dig all of this up and out and start working through it. Because um, mm. all of it is part of the problem. And, and I don't know if that was ever unclear and never should have been. But, I mean, black and white water fountains was, was one thing. And uh, black people being murdered on the street is, is happening today. And it's just, it's all part of it. And we got we to gotta, we gotta dismantle it. Well, I mean, it's that, but, but what you're, yeah, yes, yes. I'm hearing a lot of things. And one of the big ones that I like is, I like all of them, <laughs> first of all, but I just mean, one of the big ones that I like is that, is like, white, white privilege does not mean that you were without uh, disenfranchisement. Right. Right? It doesn't mean that you didn't deal with problems. It doesn't mean that you're not poor. It doesn't mean that you don't, you know, that, like, everything has been given to you or that you haven't had struggles. That's not what it is. You know what I mean? And, and so, like, there's this belief that uh, I, I grew up in a hard neighborhood um, I grew up in a black neighborhood. I grew up in Section Eight housing as a as a white man or as a what uh, whatever. Like, h- how are you going to tell me that I have white privilege? Mm. You know, I've had to work for everything that I got. And the reality is, like, that's probably true. Mm. But the color of your skin was never a problem, right? That was not one of the problems that you had to work through. Yep, um, that's great. Okay, and then you and then you attach that to all of the other stuff. And that's what I think people are, that's why I think, you know, the, the, the pro, like the, these protests for me are hitting a really big spot because it's like, that's, that's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about, hey, reality is uh, America was found on the backs of slaves, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, it, it has been, it, it has not been here for a while. We haven't had slavery for over 100 years, right? right. We, 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 we're better, right? No, because we moved directly into white supremacy and Jim Crow laws, and we right. we just continued we continued we to, to build them. on that. We That's we right. built we just built on it over and over again. We told black people uh, and and other people of color what they could and could not do. Where can you live? This is you 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 no you can't you can't buy a house in this neighborhood. Absolutely right. not. Right. Here's where you can live. Yeah, you can't own land. Absolutely not. Here's where you you know you can go back here. You can't buy a home. At a regular price, we're going to have to charge you uh, three, four times the amount. And you start to compound those things. Yeah. And we get here, right? That's right. Where, where were several police forces founded? They were founded on returning slaves to, to uh, the, where they ran away from. Mm. Wow. Okay, I'm not saying that that's where we're at now at all. And I'm not saying that every police officer is the problem. Sure. No. I'm I'm saying is in the same way that we hold pastors to a higher standard, we expect more out of our pastors and our deacons, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't we expect more out of our police officers? Right. 
Like it, it, it's, it's a, in no way can this be a watered down, easily, uh, easily solved issue. This is an incredibly nuanced that ties into almost every aspect of the criminal justice system, uh, into aspects of like, th- the like you said, the things that we like leave unturned, mm-hmm. the stones that we just don't actually address. Right. Right. Why did Why did you turn away from that that man or woman? Why did you lock your doors? Right. Why did you clutch your purse close? Mm-hmm. Why did you pull your kids close? Right? Why did you yeah. feel the way that you felt? Were I mean, they actually why, dangerous? Why do you shop at the stores that you shop at? Why do you mm-hmm. Why do you make friends with the type of people that you make friends with? What you know what I mean? Like we are so preference and comfort driven. And, and a lot of, and I'm not going to say all, or maybe not even most, I don't know, but a lot of the underlying drive for preference and comfort is I, I, I want to feel safe, I want to feel protected, and the narratives that I listen to about who is telling me these people are safe and these people are not safe are driving those preferences so much so that the benefit of the doubt is then robbed from anyone who fits the description, right, which is the, the thing we hear so often, of what I have heard to be is an unsafe person. So rather than letting a, a black person walk into the room with a blank slate and they get to tell me who they are based on uh, what they say, how they are, the, the, the personality they have, the character they have, they do, not, <laughs> they do not get a chance to tell their story because I've already made up in my mind who they are based on what I've heard about them. And the benefit of the doubt is often what I think about, and I really appreciated your kind of uh, clarifying what that what white privilege really is. Mm-hmm. But the benefit of the doubt is a big phrase that I think of when I think about white privilege, because when I walk into a room, I get to be who I am as a white dude, and I get to just be, and and whatever I show you about myself is what you will let be true of me. But if you are if you are uh, drowning in the waters of white privilege. And a, white, and a black person walks into the room, they are not given the benefit of the doubt. They are not allowed to tell their story. They are not allowed to be who they are because all the assumptions and all of the descriptions that have uh, filled my brain about the stereotypes and the judgments and the um, characterizations of black people are, are, are ascribed to you when you walk in the room. Mm-hmm. I have to constantly reinvent myself to you. Of course. I have to constantly, you know, show, oh, I'm not this, I am this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then that's, that's, we've talked about code switching. Yep. Yep. We talked about code switching. We talked about, um, shoot, what was the show Barack had talked about it? I think it was the W.E.B. Du Bois. Um, Ah, that's going to bug me. Basically, there's like these two, like these dual realities, right? Um, the, the black man has to constantly be a black, black man and woman has to constantly be living in these two states, um, where he is uh, both himself and not himself at, at any mm. given time. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can find that. Sorry. I can't think of it right offhand. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And you, and you're constantly living in it. You're constantly living in it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's funny because I, I was taking note of, um, you know, as I'm, I I sound very different when I'm on the phone at work. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, Anna says you know, it all the time. Anna yeah, says I, it all the time. I sound very different when I'm on the phone at work. 
uh, as opposed to, you know, honestly, even on this podcast. So um, I feel like y'all get, a, y'all get 100%. a peek into, uh, <laughs> you know, who I am when I'm, you know, just playing old comfortable me, yeah. um, you know, in this podcast, because, um, you know, I'll, you know, there are times where I'll use vernaculars here that I would never use at work. You know, there are times where, um, you know, I can just be, you know, my raspy old voice, you know, as we record, you know, but, you know, rest assured it's buttoned up when I'm on the phone at work because the thing is I'm trying to remove all uh, presuppositions, um, you know, by anybody that I'm on the phone with, you know, Yeah, and 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 just not wanting to have to deal with, you know, what people are assuming about me. Yeah. You know, and and that's that's for better or for worse. I mean, some people are are unapologetically, you know, they're like you know, bump codes with I'm be me, you know. <laughs> but, you know, to be quite honest, what I you know I've learned, uh, or or I've been taught that you gotta you gotta play the game. You know, when you're living in yeah, America exactly. and you're black yep. in America, you got to play the game. Yep. You know, yep. there's an episode yep. of Insecure um, where, um, dang, I can't, I can't remember uh, her last name is Orgy. And uh, I can't remember her first name. Uh, and I'm trying to remember her character's name. But... Um, <laughs> We're doing I'm, a great I'm, job. I'm just, I'm just striking yeah, out on all. I'm just striking out podcast. on all counts, man. <laughs> I'm just striking out on all counts. But anyway, her character, she's a lawyer, uh, and they they uh, hired this uh, this black intern, you know, and the black intern is, um, you know, very let's say, um, you know, very stereotypically black, you know, <laughs> just in terms of the way that she speaks, um, you know, people would perceive it as a stereotype, right? Kenny um, does quotes, this, air quotes. You know, culture. <laughs> you said, what'd you say? Kenny, oh, my, my, my air Kenny quotes. continues to do air quotes. <laughs> I should do it on, on an on a audio medium. Hey, Kristen um, suggested we start posting some YouTube videos, so Kenny's air quotes will go on the YouTube videos. <laughs> just just the, uh, black look, hands just doing It's just going to be a compilation, a compilation of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of uh of air quotes i'm gonna become a i'm gonna become a, a gif is it a gif or a gif it's technically gif i will never pronounce I hate it GIF. that i feel I exactly that. the same I way the guy that. that i feel exactly the same way this is not the point we'll get back to you sorry kenny but the guy that started it <laughs> pronounces it gif but that's already a peanut butter well and he says it's gif like the peanut butter and you go then oh. spell it j-i-f you idiot Yes, that's ridiculous. Wow. I say like, gift well, and I, for something. I well, say I'm going to continue to say gift. That's uh, right. As it we're, slaps to the face we're of We're pro gift on this podcast. That's why like we're, we're pro gift. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, but that's when you know you've made it when you become a gift. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she, you know, this this new intern is very um you know, expressive and you know demonstrative and uh, just very relaxed in her, um, you know, um, you know a, a lot louder, a lot more boisterous, mm-hmm. um, you know, just very relaxed in the way that she conducts herself in the, in this law office. And so, uh, Molly is the name of the character, I think. Boom. Um, and so Molly pulls her to the side, you know, just kind of you know tries to kind of mentor her a little bit. 
and just say, hey, like, you got to kind of tone it down a little bit. Like, you know, you you know, you just really want to tone it down. You got to kind of play the game, you know. And she's like, nah, I'm going to be me, you know, and all wow. this stuff, right? Uh, and then, you know, spo- well, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to go ahead and do this spoiler for the sake of what I'm talking about. Spoiler she, alert, she season. She ends up being let go. That's what I was gonna say. That's exactly. So actually, yep. actually, the boss came to Molly, the the other black lawyer. The boss came to Molly and was like, "Hey, could you actually talk to her?" This was after she had she had already tried to talk to her. Right? Wow. She said, "Could you talk to her?" You know, you know, it just seems she's making you know some people uncomfortable or whatever. Wow. And so Molly's like, you know, hey, like I don't want to be your your um, your magic Negro, right? You know, I don't want to be your um, the token, I think that should come from you. If you're if you're the boss, like, you know, the things that you want to say, I think that should come from you. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially she said that because she had already tried to talk to him. You know, yeah. and so actually, so what ended up happening, they took the girl into a boardroom and, you know, all her, other, all her white superiors and she got let go. So, uh, the intern, not Molly. But, and, but all that to say, so it's like, I'm, so I've learned you got to play the game. Yeah. You know, and which which shouldn't which shouldn't have to be the case, right? Which yeah. shouldn't have to be the case because you think about when um, you know when other cultures, um, or let me say other white cultures come over to this um, to this. Well, I take that back. Americans are kind of rude, um, <laughs> you know, but. I was going to say, you know, other, you know, white cultures come over to, um, to America and, you know, you can get along, you know, you, you have somewhat of a, you know, uh, somewhat of a German accent or a French accent or Italian accent or something like that. You can still get along, you know, quite well, like you're accepted into this white culture, um, you know, but you know, mine isn't, I feel like my, my, my culture isn't accepted. Hmm. You know, my culture is perceived in a in a certain type of way. You know that is, yeah. um, you know that's that's mostly a negative perception, hmm. and so, you know, because I don't want that to be a a hurdle to, um, to to my success. Uh, I don't want it to be a hurdle to. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Uh, to to you know my business mm. uh, as I'm conducting business at work um, because yep. I don't want it to be a, a you know uh, a hurdle to to relations with my coworkers because I like there's there are so many things that I don't want it to get in the way of I'm like nah I'm gonna play the game because yeah. it's to, it's to my benefit it's self preservation right yeah you know um, but it's you know but it shouldn't be the case. And so, but I did want, so one of the things I did want to go back to, because uh, one of the things that you were saying, Doug, was, you know, you were talking about not being, you were talking about not being a part of the problem, right? Hmm. Um, What are some things that, you know, and I mean, and we, you know, we can speak to this as well, um, but what are some things that um, you would say um, to your white brothers and sisters, just as far as like, okay, these are some things that, that help with not being a part of the problem. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Um, real quick, double consciousness is the, the, the term I was looking for. From double w- consciousness. Yes. W E B Du Bois. I, I, I yeah. found it immediately and remembered it. And anyway, so sorry about that. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so let me think, Kenny, in answer to your question, um, I think educating ourselves is a huge, huge piece of that. Um, and, and, and I say that uh, with the onus of responsibility being on us and not on our black sisters and black brothers, um, or, or really any people of color. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's clapping. Um, I. Oh, dang, you can hear that. I am. <laughs> I am fortunate to uh, have uh, people of color in my life who have been patient with me, and I mean, y'all heard from Kenny a little bit ago that he is in a, a place right now, um, you know, emotionally where he he feels like he can address some of these issues and have these conversations with us, and uh, that's 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 really generous and really gracious. Uh, gracious. Um, but it, but at any point, uh, if he decides that he can't, uh, it, it it is not his failure for a lack of education. It, it would still be ours. Um, there are an, a literally endless amount of resources at our fingertips, on our phones, uh, at the library, on Netflix. I mean, and we've part of the reason we've tried to. <laughs> make so many recommendations on this podcast is because we want people to hunt these types of things down and educate themselves. Um, yeah. Just so, mercy. Just so everyone knows just mercy is free for download right now or for, mm, for renting. Yes. Okay. Such a great, is that well, Amazon prime movie? Uh, movie. Oh, I think it's, the they movie. said they, I think they said multiple locations. Multiple so platforms. I, I've not, yeah, multiple platforms. Okay. I have not, I haven't verified. I haven't but, seen the movie, but great book. But those are those are great actors and actresses in that. Uh, well, I, all they're all actors, <laughs> so yeah. they're all there's they're great actors in that movie. So right. if you need that and you can't read, or don't want to read, there you go. Yep. Yeah, and I, and that's and that's the thing too. Like, okay, so that's one free movie, but like, I mean, dude, I mean, just 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 start. Trying to to find stuff. There's so many free resources. So like, all those excuses can go ahead by the wayside. Maybe you literally don't know any black people that you can talk to. Problem. Um, maybe you have a a a token black friend or one black person at work that you can talk to. But there is literally an endless amount of resources that you can start educating yourself on and start learning about the history, the struggle, the truth. There's lots of resources that talk about. Um, the other side of the truth when people bring up things like what about black on black crime or what about all these all these sort of like straw man arguments that people bring up to say well if you really cared about black lives you would care about blah 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 that are distractions by the way total distractions mm-hmm. um and 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 factually uh not even um statistically like a helpful part of the conversation right um so part of the reason well, go ahead B. Well, I was I, I was just gonna say they point to they point to a, a, st- a statistic of some sort, but then it doesn't talk about like a- anything else in it, right. right? I mean, like like you know, reality is white uh, white individuals are more likely to be shot or or are are killed in higher numbers and higher quantities than blacks and Latinos combined hmm. uh, year over year. But how many more white people are there? Right and the and what does the percentage actually look like when you when you do it that way? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. there there's twelve point seven, twelve point seven percent of the population is black. That's right. Uh, seventy one percent, um, identify as white. Um, so that obviously includes Hispanics that identify as white, but but the reality is, that's 
you know more than five six, times yeah yeah five or six times as as many black folks uh, so wouldn't you expect to see higher numbers five or white? six times like, more than black folks right yeah yes yeah 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 um and you just that's not what you see you know like that's not actually what you see and if you if you change the numbers around you know black folks would account for 1400 if they were if they there would be 1400 deaths if they had the mm. same amount uh if the if the population size was the same as as white folks and white folks if they were flipped to being black uh black folks at 12.7 percent of the population would would account for 66 deaths oh my gosh okay we're, oh. we're just talking about realities it's not right it's it's mm. not i get it yeah you're right there are more white people that are killed and there are white people that are, that are killed by, by police, police right? by by yeah. police officers sure. and it is a big deal it is something right. that we need to we need to be thinking about and we need to be worried about that's not the thing though like right. that's not where what we're talking about in this moment and that's okay right like it doesn't mean that we're rejecting um it doesn't mean that we're we're rejecting your personhood right you know like it just it's just not what we're talking about right now yeah. so when we're talking about the rioting and the looting um as opposed to no we're talking about you know deaths at the hands of unarmed black men and their deaths at the hands of most often white police officers. And then they go, what, what about black police? You're just like, yep. we, we can talk about this all day. That's not, that's not where we are right now. That's not what we're talking about right now. Yeah. And, and I don't know what you were talking about now. No, it's okay. <laughs> because we're I talking wanted about, you to continue. <laughs> we're talking about education. Really yeah, no, we're just mad. talking about... Yeah, no, you're good, man. Uh, we're just talking about educating. So, Kenny, I guess uh, a, a succinct and incomplete answer to your question would be two things. Education and empathy. Um, so, one of the things you said earlier, Kenny, that I love was about like how this is not going to affect change. Like, it, it might not get you in the privileged majority to a point of wanting to affect change until it hits home for you. So figure out a way to let it hit home. Um, whether that's uh, 100% empathy because you genuinely don't have any people of color in your life that you love, um, then then you, you've got to work and strengthen your empathy muscle. And imagine that Trayvon Martin was your 14-year-old nephew. Imagine that Philando Castile was somebody you knew who was murdered in front of his daughter who was sitting in the back seat. Imagine that Eric Garner was somebody you knew that was choked to death by the police on a, on a corner street in New York. You, so you need to educate yourself, you need to read, you need to watch, you need to listen, and, and, and you need to, to grow in empathy. I think those are two things uh, fundamentally that have to happen amongst a privileged majority, and in this case we're talking about white people, um, in order to get to a place of higher understanding and and uh, greater uh, love and um, appreciation for um, black people in America, um, yeah. and and you know I, I I happen to have some black folks in my family um, that that I love, and it's uh, easy for me to think about my little brothers in handcuffs um, or or uh, what that could mean for them, um, and, and I realize that not everyone has that. Um, so that's why I'm saying you can you can exercise and stretch that empathy muscle, um, 
because even outside of my uh, biological family or, you know, my brother-in-law or my nephews or all these different people in my family, um, I've got friends that have come to be like family. I've got um, not just Kenny and Brandon, but, uh, you know, other folks in my life that I love and, and, and care about and have been patient with me as I've tried to grow and, and um, educate myself and grow in empathy. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure there's a more refined and better answer than I just came up with. But I, I would say if you are trying to start down this journey or this pain is new for you, um, education and empathy would be two great places to start. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. That's a good starting place. So, so there's a gentleman that said um, he does a podcast, um, or he was he's he's a, a writer for the New Yorker. His name's like J, uh, Jelani Parker. I'll get it and we'll put it in the show notes. But okay, um, great. <clears throat> He was on a, he was just on a podcast and, and, and the host of that podcast was white and he had, uh, they, they live in LA or he lives in LA and he had just come, come back from a protest and was just essentially from this protest going into this, this, um, conversation with this, this, this black man, um, where he's saying like, what can white people do? Hmm. Like, what can they do to support and not hinder the problem or not make the problem worse. Yeah. Um, you know, like what, what, what can, what can white folks do? And the, the conversation, like it's a, it's a very good conversation. It's very, um, it's one of those that you're like, man, you know, is there hope? I don't know. I hope so. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but I hope that there is hope at some point. Yeah. Um, but the big thing that he says is like, have these have the tough conversations right mm-hmm. have the like have the conversation where you call your you call your family member that said some backward like backwoods things right yeah uh don't just sit there when your coworker says something that's like you know you don't have to like inf- uh it doesn't have to be an inflammatory conversation mm-hmm. but don't let it just you know float on by right right and 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 his point there was this this conversation, this one conversation that you have with your with your brother, your sister, your uh, your uncle, your cousin, your friend, whatever, is not going to solve the problem. That's not what we're doing. It's going to be tons and tons and tons of these conversations chipping away at layers and layers Definitely. of this giant right. foundation. Definitely of uh, of racism in America, right? And and the thing is, we are talking about America because what we are americans right but this problem does not lie with america and it's so it's super clear just look anywhere i mean even um uh prime minister of canada just just today or yesterday was like there are there are systemic there's systemic racism exists in canada right like it's here it's here it it exists it exists in england it exists in uh in in uh, south africa you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, you're thinking about these places. It's, it's all over the place. And even more so, it's not just a black and white issue, right? right. It's a human issue. Definitely. It is a flaw that we have built into our narrative as people that characteristics, your nose, your hair, your, the color of your skin, uh, how many, you know, how long your fingers are. We, we have 
built these narratives and we've built these walls and these, these foundations of hate based on what other people say about us. Right. And it's, it's destroying us as humans on, on every side. Right? I mean, Trevor Noah's book, uh, uh, Born a Crime, I think it came out 2014. He's, he's talking about how, how you would be stripped from your family if people found out that you were a mixed child. Mm. You would be stripped from your family and put into a third, cat, a, a third category. You mm. are colored. There's white folks, there's colored folks, and there's black folks. And to make it that you would not want to go back to the black folks, they gave colored people certain privileges above black people, wow. but not enough to be white. Okay, and then what you could do is you could go and apply to be white. A certain amount, a certain number of colored people could apply and be and could gain white status oh if they gosh. acted white enough. Oh my god! Okay, and the same thing for black people applying to be colored people. Okay, here's even the crazier thing: Chinese folks ha- uh, were were such a small minority of people in South Africa that they were just labeled as black. Just would put them in with, in the black category, but Japanese folks were labeled as white. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because with, uh, South Africa wants all the stuff that's coming out of uh, Japan. Oh my God. So we can't, we can't say that they're black and put them on the lowest end of the totem pole, right? We, and, and then even amongst the black community, there was nothing but, but dissension and hate sewed down to, to make even the, the, the people, um, the, the different tribes and, and uh, cultures and traditions that existed within the black community because it's ridiculous to think that all black people are the same, just like it's ridiculous to think that all white people are the same. Sure. But they sowed so much hate and dissension between the tribes that they would even give a, a step up if you were a certain, you know, if you were from a certain tribe, just so that it was constantly, no one's trying to go anywhere. You will stay in your place. Wow. Right? Oh, and wow. it's it's such... That's not quite what where we are, right? That's not that's not quite. But what you it can is. see, you can see but aspects you can see, of that. Mm-hmm. You can see it totally, right? Totally. That 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 the the colorism, the the you know, where do you where do you fit on that totem pole? Where do mm. you like? Who are you? Where, what's your ethnicity? Where do you come from? What you know? What is? What what are you? And mixed mm. folks get it a lot. Mixed folks only make up. I'll give you the exact number. But it was like three, um, uh, two, yeah, people who identify as two or more races only make up 2.3% of the population. Mm. In South Africa? No, in America. In America, interesting, okay. Okay. Mm. We, we are obsessed with, with culture and race and all that stuff, which I think... We need to be we, like it's good to know where you come from, and it's and it's exciting to be like proud of where you come from and all that stuff, and yet you can see that like how much we it's it's like it's like we're geared to hate each other, uh-huh. you know totally. like we're not geared to try and like learn where you're coming from and not be scared of it, we're geared to to oh that's that's savagery I I can't do that right like yeah uh, you know I would never protest. Where I would never be that person down there destroying, um, you know, buildings and, and looting and, and all that stuff. It's like, I would never do that. You're like, but your people just did. Your people just stormed a courthouse Dude. with loaded ARs. Say like, that again. Mm. I, I don't, 
I don't want to say like I I don't want to make this uh like like it's a white problem again it's 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 humans are messed up right like we're we're terrible and in America it is a white and black issue and that's what we're trying to work on this is like mm-hmm. this is our task as as Americans is to make this world is to make this country better for everyone that's mm-hmm. right like I don't I don't understand how we we t- you know we talk about the American dream and we talk about our values and we talk about it we and we have such pride in in our freedom in our in our in our liberties in our we are the you know we are the 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 best country come here look at what we do and then as soon as people come here we're like oh shit <laughs> like, I get, right. like you know i you can't come here you're all rapists and murderers like coming from mexico i can't do that it's like right man um yeah. it's 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 so disappointing to um especially again for me being mixed it's disappointing to look on both sides and to see the, and to see it seems like everybody's pissed mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like everybody's hurting Mm-hmm. It it seems like there is so much that we want to say to each other and, and can't or won't. Mm-hmm. And when opportunities come for us to stand together, we're still looking for ways to uh, to to discredit everything, right? Yeah. Like everybody saw the George Floyd stuff, and everybody was like, "No, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone, like just just look, just watch." And you watch you watch a man lose his life, mm. right? As people scream and say, "Get off him! He can't breathe. Move, check his pulse." Yeah. You're watching it, and you're you feel it, yeah. and yet we can still say, "But protesting is taking away from that," and and uh, I can't let people ruin my downtown. I can't have them throw a rock through the building. I can't. This is just so bad. Like I get it, but they're taking away from what the protest really was about. And never mention George Floyd's name again. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you know, it's... Yeah. I... It's... I don't know. It's just really difficult to... To, to fathom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. And... And, you know, where this, where this fits in for me, I guess I'm just thinking about a lot of stuff uh, in this moment, but like, it fits in for me of like, I can't even, like, as a, as a mixed human being, I can't even, it's, it's in, in North Carolina, you, you still have like on your driver's license, you can't choose, you can't choose to be mixed. There's no mixed delineation. Yeah. It's choose. Are you white or are you black? Mm. I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I'm mixed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm mixed. What well what about your birth certificate? My mom my mom just told Anna the the story uh today that in the in the hospital with my dad and my mom next to each other they could only choose one. They only let him choose one. They didn't wow. at that time in 1991 mm. you could not choose two. There was no, there was literally no box. There's not, there's not two. It's one. Wow. What are mm. you, white or black? And my, my dad said, they'll have more opportunities. Put white. Wow. Mm. Your, your dad who's black said that. My dad said that. Yeah. They said, don't, don't make it harder for them. Put it on, put, put white. Wow. 
this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's and it's still here today. My children were, my children were born and I'm 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 sitting in the in the hospital and I look I'm look I have to look over the papers and I have to choose. They're saying, "Hey, can you double check everything to make sure this is right?" I said, mm-hmm. "Hey, you put white. I'm not white. I'm mixed." They said, "Okay, let me fix that for you." And I said, "Well, if you fix it for me, you're going to have to fix it for my children." They said, "No, that's going to be their choice." I said, oh. "No." What? <laughs> it's not their choice. They're mixed. Yeah. I don't care if they look white. I don't give a shit if they look white. This is their culture and their heritage and you will not take it from them. And I and obviously I can't say that to a uh, a woman who's not she has no idea what she's doing she's just trying to give me the papers but it's just this it's this this is this is where we are we yeah. we are so afraid of of identifying with someone else who looks different than us that we can't even fathom that there were that there would be two like you would mix mm. why and so i'm looking at i'm looking at at Kenny right now and i'm thinking to myself this is for you and your boys this is this is your children. Yeah. You know what 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 am I going to tell my children when I when I get to explain to them that listen, your heritage, your heritage is white and black and I don't care about this this 25% and and 75% shit. That doesn't mean anything to me. You you have two cultures running through you. You have have brothers and uncles and, and, and cousins and, and grandpas who are black. They are black men and black women. And they, they have something to teach you that you will never be taught by your white side. And that doesn't mean that your white side is not worth it because your, black, your white side is just as worth it as your black side. That is the thing. They're just as worth it. Why can we not just... Why is it so scary for us to mix? Why is it so scary to look at a human being and to say that you, you as a black man, you are worth it? I am not better than you. There's nothing about me that makes me better than who you are. I, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'm falling apart at the seams. I cannot believe that this is where we are in, in 2020. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I can't do, I can't do this anymore. This isn't worth it. This is in no way worth it for me. I'm done. It's, and I know I'm, I know I'm ranting. I know I'm yelling and I apologize. I'm just, I can't. Yeah, that's real, man. Yeah, man. That's real. And I think it's, you know, it's in recognizing that humanity, you know, and allowing, you know, people to share their culture with you. And I'm I'm more so speaking for um, people who don't have, you know, people of color in their life, you know. Is through learning people's stories and, and hearing their experiences, you know, that you that you grow that empathy muscle that, that Doug was talking about, you know? And so one of the things that I would say, just as far as, 
you know, educating yourself, put yourself in circles where you'll have to listen to some people and listen. Definitely. You know, don't be so quick to speak. Be very quick to listen. My dad used to say, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, be quick to listen. And in those spaces... hear people's experiences. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kenny. I kept kept cutting you off. Um, In those spaces, let people tell you who they are. Right, exactly. Because it's it's easy to get around somebody, and this doesn't necessarily have to be an ethnicity thing, but it's easy to get around somebody who you've already pre-decided is a certain way, Mm -hmm. and then not not give them a chance. So I totally agree with you, Kenny. That that would be probably part three of a of a of a good tripod of this is empathy, education, and and genuine friendship, and and literally find somebody to love. As a as a friend, as a sister, as a as a brother, find find that relationship like you're talking about, Kenny, and let them show you who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. All right, y'all. Well, <clears throat> I think that will do it for this episode of Black, White, and Mix. <laughs> um, thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, for supporting the show. Um, we we say this every week, and it almost feels trite, but like it never. It's it's more important maybe than it's ever been to be involved and be a part of these conversations. It doesn't have to be with us, but like Brandon said. Um, these difficult conversations need to be happening in, in rooms all over this country and all over the world. And, um, I mean, the stakes are literally life and death. Like, like people are actually out here dying and there is a generation coming up behind us that will inherit the world that we leave for them. And Kenny and Brandon are fathers and their little boys are going to grow up and and it matters yeah it matters what we do with this yeah and I and I want to re-emphasize feel free to get at me if you get rude you will get blocked you will get blocked you know I'm open to to questions and things like that. If you're not if you're not trying to learn, if you're not trying to listen, but you're just trying to make a point, I'm not engaging with you. I'm I'm willing and open to engage if if you want to, you know, if you're legitimately trying to learn and, and legitimately trying to grow and legitimately legitimately trying to to advocate. And to walk this thing, you know, with us, you know, I'm open. So, yeah, holla at, at your boy. <laughs> That's good. Well, guys, I love y'all. Yo, love y'all. Love you. I thought you were talking about the audience. No, 
I mean, we love you too, you know. Dougie. We love you too, audience. There's a there's a there's a podcast I listen to where he signs off saying, uh, uh, "Statistically, I love about forty percent of you," <laughs> and uh, that's, that's probably about true. Um, that's it's called it's called Behind the Bus Bastards. It's a history podcast. Anyway, um, all right, guys, I love you, appreciate you, um, and we will talk to you, our audience, again real soon. I'm Doug Ogden. I'm Brandon Johnson. And I am Kenny Black, Roberts. Black, white, and Later. Mix. Black, white, and mix. Almost black, 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 white. Thanks for listening to Black, White, and Mixed. We'd love to have you engage with us and to be a part of the conversation. So please send us an email at bwmpodcastmail at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at blkwhtmxpodcast. Almost black, 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 black